touchdown, Los Angeles. Rams Nation, what's happening? What's good? It's your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Lockdown Rams. This is the Friday edition of Lockdown Rams, and congratulations, we made it. Made it through the last week before Rams football. Yes, we have a long weekend till we get to see our Rams play on Monday night, but we got a lot to cover on today's show. I'm going to talk to you guys about some exciting news happening here on the network, especially here on the Lockdown Rams show. I've been kind of teasing it for a while. But I got some good news to share with you. We're going to get into some of the roster moves that were made today, some injury reports that were coming out. We're going to try to get to some of the Sean McVay press conference, the whole matchup with him and Gruden, as well as talking some captains, tickets for the new stadium. We got a full pack show. We'll see what we get to, but that is a rundown of what you can expect today. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button, share with a friend. Let the world hear us. You can find us anywhere you stream podcasts. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. The list goes on and on. I've recently created a Facebook page, a Facebook group. We've got Instagram. We've got Twitter. Locked on Rams on all counts. LA underscore Rambling Bears, my personal. Again, guys, feel free to reach out with some questions, comments, concerns. And then not to mention the network. It's growing like crazy. I've talked to you guys about the college We've just added Michigan, Ohio State. We're going to keep adding teams, working on some teams out here on the West Coast. We're looking for some hosts. So if you know some people that are currently doing a podcast or can talk forever about anybody out here on the West Coast, hit me up. I'll pass the information along. We'll see what we can do. Bingo, bango, bongo. Got some of the good stuff out of the way. But like I said, got some breaking news, some awesome things happening at the network. I'll continue to talk about it coming up. But I've been working on getting some regular guests to come on and be a part of this show. So far, you know James Kroger from Rams Podcast. We get him once or twice a week. We'll continue to get him at least once a week. So I'm excited about that. But I'm also excited to announce a few other people that have given some commitments to this year. We're still working on finalizing a regular date for these guests to come on. But next week, we're going to have Vinny Bonsignori. He's going to be a regular guest on the show. We're going to bring him in weekly. Next week, it's going to be for our Thursday edition, so we'll see if that continues to be the day that he comes on. And then followed the very next day is LA Rams reporter Serena Morales. She will be coming on for Friday's edition next week, and we'll see if we can lock them in to kind of have the same days. But expect those two a lot this season. I've been in contact with them, and they've made commitments to come on the show weekly, so I'm really excited. That gives us James, Vinny, and Serena, three days a week, we'll throw in a crossover. I've got one spot available that I'm looking to fill. So I'm really, really, really excited for this year's podcast this season. We're going to have a great lineup every week, talking with the people that are closest to the team, getting the inside scoops. So like I said, feel free to reach out. We're going to have some great conversations throughout the season. So keep an eye out for that. Again, Vinny Bonsignore, who is now writing for The Athletic, and LA team reporter Serena Morales. And of course, the man, the myth, the legend, James Kroger of Rams Podcasts will continue to be joining us throughout the season. It's a great lineup of guests all season long. I'll continue to talk about this as we lead up to them coming on the show and once we figure out more information about the consistency of when they're coming. But I'm really excited about that. Great stuff. We're growing, baby. We're growing. We're doing it, hair. We're really doing it. Well, guys, I'm recording this on Thursday afternoon about 4 o'clock. 
I'm probably going to throw down a couple segments, stop, watch the game, possibly come back after that. There's a Sean McVay press conference coming up, so if there's anything to pull from that, I'll share with you guys as well. Until we get there, a few things to note as far as roster moves for the Rams. The Rams have re-signed Isaiah Johnson. No, you're not having flashbacks. We just talked about this on Wednesday. They released him on Wednesday. Uh, to get down to 52 players we added him back to the roster now we're back at 53 obviously aaron donald's still on the team but he has an exemption for a little bit longer so you know maybe expect isaiah johnson to be moved to the practice squad again or released but he is back on the team re-signed today so welcome back isaiah johnson to the 53-man roster we talked about some injury reports well so far we've seen them from the raiders and a couple people on here that uh, raise an eyebrow. Obviously, Marshawn Lynch is one of them. He's dealing with a groin. He's been limited in practice. Nick Nelson, a cornerback, hamstring. He was full participation, but those hamstrings can linger. Same with Brian Price. Hamstring was limited. And then DeAndre Washington, running back. He's dealing with a knee issue. He did not participate in practice and may be questionable for the game. And then linebacker Whitehead, He's doing with the ankle. He was limited. I think most of those guys are going to play. I guarantee we'll see Marshawn Lynch out there. But just something to keep in mind. If he's dealing with a groin injury, those things, just like the hamstring, they can linger. Beginning of the season, you're trying to get your body back up to full speed. A lot of these guys haven't done a ton of full-on contact, especially against the different teams. So something to watch for, especially as we were just talking the other day with your boy Q from Lockdown Raiders about how fast Marshawn looked. This may be something that slows him down. Well, that and Sue and Donald up front, but... We'll just have to wait and see for that one, huh? A couple more news and notes from the team. The Rams announced today that starting the week of September 17th, Rams season ticket holder members as well as fans who signed up for the new stadium deposit list will receive communication about the opportunity to purchase premier and reserve seating, which basically sums up about 70% of the building. Fans can purchase the 2018 Rams season tickets at rams.com backslash tickets to gain access to purchase seats at the new stadium before the general public. So they're kind of trying to get you to come in for something now, give you a little leg up on something later. Another cool thing that they're doing is they're allowing kind of a payment plan for the SSL, which is the stadium seat license. It's a one-time payment, guarantees purchasers the right to their seats. They have tons of different price points for it, anywhere from a thousand bucks to 5,000 bucks. So guys, if you got like you know, a couple grand you can shoot to your boy, let me know, down to get some seats. But I don't have five grand sitting around to get my seats locked in for 2020. But man, just looking at more pictures and hearing about what they're gonna be doing with that space, it's gonna be awesome. So if you guys already got your tickets, talk to someone today, an old boss of mine that locked up his tickets. We talked about this, he's super stoked. Uh, it's gonna be an amazing thing. Obviously, we all know the Rams have already locked in the 2022 Super Bowl college national championship game in 2023 and then the opening and closing ceremonies of the 2028 olympics we expect some action coming over for the fifa world cup in eight years as well uh, there's going to be tons of awesome events going on at this stadium and the rams are going to be the mac daddy of the stadium and then the, the renters we all know who they are we won't talk about it but you know what everyone's got to have a little brother to beat around and we get to face them week three so we better start this season all right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to talk some captains. Rams announced their captains. I'm going to tell you who they are and what I think about that. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into this Gruden McVay mentorship coming up after the break. But before we get there, I want to talk to you about mybookie.ag. That's right. It is betting time, people. The season is here. As I speak, a game is on in like an hour and a half. Yeah, I went to mybookie.ag. 
place my bet for the Falcons, aka they're actually favored right now, which blew my mind, but I still took the bet. MyBookie is offering a promo just to Locked On listeners. Head there now, mybookie.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON. They're going to match your deposit. You know, you look at who you're betting on, but also remember, who are you betting with? MyBookie's got a rock solid reputation they've been around for a long time their site is super easy to use you can bet live in game that's probably some of my funnest betting action is during the game the payout is super fast just a couple days request payout you'll have the money you play you win you get paid that's their motto they don't play around with it it is awesome and they're hooking up the lockdown listeners so go check it out mybookie.ag promo code lockdown Tell them your boy Bear sent you, and we're going to be talking about it all season long. When we have our crossover, we're going to be picking games. I'm going to be talking about it because I'm a little bit of a sports gambler. Not going to lie, I enjoy it. So if you got a good take, I've had a couple people hit me up on Twitter with some advice. Take it with a grain of salt. But if we're losing money, we're losing money together. But check it out, mybookie.ag. We'll be right back after another word from a sponsor. All right, Rams Nation, we're back. It's your host, Bear Motter. This is the Friday edition of Lockdown Rams. Congratulations. I hope you guys are set up for an amazing weekend. I hope this gets you through your drive in the morning or your drive in the afternoon or if you're just kicking it on game day, getting hyped, going back through some podcasts. I hope this gets you ready for game day. Well, I know the Rams are spending this whole week getting ready for game day. And today, they released something that's kind of important on game day. And that's our captains, the guys that go out there and represent us before the games, the guys that we expect now to be leaders throughout the season and really have earned their spot to be called captains on this team. So there's six captains, three from offense, three from defense. Jared Goff is making his first appearance as a captain, which for Rams fans and the organization has got to be a great feeling, right? Your number one overall draft pick, had an amazing year last year, has been around Sean McVay for a whole offseason, really starting to take ownership not only on the field but off the field as a leader. This is a huge sign that he's doing everything that a number one draft pick should do, and that means coming in, earning the trust of his players, coaches, organization to be able to wear that captain badge. So super proud of Jared Goff becoming a captain for the first time. And here's what Sean McVay had to say about Jared Goff being selected as a captain. Um, but I think just the comfort level, uh, you know, being around his teammates, you know, I think it's a real credit to him where, you know, he's voted a captain by his guys. And I think that's something that he earned by just being himself, you know, but just like anybody else, you know, you get to grow through your experiences and that's how you get a chance to learn and, and get better. And, and, and I think he's done that and he's been intentional about it. And, you know, it's, it's him just being himself though, which is the best part about it. I think this will be first of many for this guy here in LA, uh, but congratulations to him. Uh, continue on the offense side, Todd Gurley, back at it as a captain. Excited to see him add another star to that captain's badge. I mean, this is, you know, hands down, a no-brainer. The guy leads. Uh, if you've been out to camp or you've heard what we've been talking about camp, he's usually the last one on the field, hitting the jugs machine, getting in some extra work. Right after he signed that huge contract, he was in the gym, busting his ass like crazy. And then right into training camp, everyone was off the field. He was running sprints on the side. So this guy's working his tail off. The team notices it. And obviously back-to-back captains for Todd Gurley as well. And then the final offensive captain is Andrew Whitworth. Again, back-to-back captain for him. 
he is not only the captain, he is not only one of the captains on the team, but he is definitely the captain of that offensive line. You hear guys talk about him, especially the young guys coming in, and they're almost in awe that they get to work and learn under Andrew Whitworth and what he's doing, not only on the field, but off the field. Another great guy, another guy that leads by example. We talked about this story earlier in training camp, but the defense had beaten the offense. The offense had to run. And yes, it was Andrew Whitworth who beat everybody on the team. He was hustling his tail off on the down and backs, and he beat out everybody. And he was damn sure going to make sure he beat everybody. So credit where credit is due, and Andrew Whitworth definitely deserves some credit. And that is being represented presented with a captain's badge. So congratulations to him as well. And then switching over to the defense, Akib Tlaib makes his first appearance as a captain for the LA Rams. Super awesome. We talked about the chemistry, all these newcomers coming in, and to see a new guy come in day one, kind of like Andrew Whitworth did last year for the offense, and be able to step into that defense in a leadership role, not only with his play on the field, but his voice and working with Marcus Peters and you know, being able to control that secondary and be that go-to mentor that a lot of people on this team need is we have a really young secondary. And that just kind of goes to those naysayers that say, oh, you're bringing in a couple character type guys and we're not going to see how it's going to work out and blah, blah, blah. Well, boom, stick a C on his chest and call him a captain. Really proud of Tlaib, what he's done so far in this organization. Again, not only on the field, but off the field, getting involved with the community Really cool stuff. Him and Marcus Peters have been nothing but great since they've gotten here. Super excited to see him go play on Monday. And then one of our staples, number six, Mr. Johnny Hecker, the man with the boom leg. He's been rock solid for us. Again, leader of the special teams. You get offense and defense represented. We obviously have to represent with the special teams, and he is the voice of that unit. He keeps those guys in check in the best way possible. Another one of those guys that leads from the front. Johnny Hecker get another captain patch on the jersey. Well-deserved for him as well. And then last, but definitely not least, is Michael Brockers getting his first captain's patch. Super excited for this guy. We got to learn a lot about him in the offseason with the Behind the Grind series. If you guys haven't seen that, we've got a few days to kill before we get to the Rams game, and that will get you super jacked. I'm telling you, from episode one all the way up to the end. But we get a really good look at Michael Brockers, what he's done since coming in here. High draft pick has really turned out for the Rams. Started off kind of slow the first couple years, more fitting in. Last year, he took a major step forward as being a huge part of our defense. Again, as we added 10 rookies onto the roster, we're going to need guys like this that have been in the league to help these young guys get acclimated and get up to this playing level of the NFL. And he's been able to do that, man. He was out in Mexico representing us. He's just an awesome dude. To hear him speak, he knows the position that he's in, and he's taken full advantage of it in all the best ways possible. So here's Brockers on being selected a captain. Honored, man, honored. And, you know, for me, uh, it happened organically. You know, uh, all of a sudden, a lot of, you know, older guys were out, and, and I was left. So, um, and I'm just honored, man. I'm, you know, I know the position comes with a lot of responsibility, and uh, I just hope to, to lead this team in the right direction. Because, I mean, I'm an older guy. you got a lot of young guys on the team, and, and you know, uh, the biggest thing for me is I want to win. And, and, and a lot of these young guys have to play and, and have to step up. So I'm all about um, getting them up to speed. So when, when it comes time for them to get in the game, they, they won't be nervous and, and you know they'll be up speed and, and can play you know and make production so um, that's what I'm all about. So super excited for this guy that's bust his tail since he's got here and has finally cracked through as a captain which gets nothing but respect from your team your organization and your coaches so congratulations Michael Brockers I couldn't be more proud I think if I had to pick my favorite captain 
I think I'd have to pick Michael Brockers, man. I'm super excited about how he's going to fit into this defensive scheme. Everyone's talking Sue and Donald and Peters and Tlaib. I mean, we name them all the time. But Brockers, man, I think is about to have a monster year. So really, really looking forward to that. All right, what we're going to do now is we're going to step away. On the other side, we're going to take a listen in to that press conference that Sean McVay had today I just told you about. As well as I'm going to give you three players to watch as I give out my pregame game balls. We'll do that and more after some words from our sponsors. All right, Rams Nation, we're back. It's your boy, Bear Motter. Friday edition of Lockdown Rams. Woo! Just watching this Eagles game, which is actually halftime right now. Falcons are up 6-3 to three in a yawn fest right now. And there was a 40-minute rain delay. It was pouring down rain. Apparently, they had some lightning in the area, but they're playing. I decided to come in halftime, finish up the show. We'll see how this one shakes out. I mentioned earlier with mybookie.ag, I have the Falcons actually minus one. So... I'm up two right now. See if they can hang on. It's just good to have football back. Well, as I mentioned going into the break, I wanted to play some more clips for you. This one coming from the press conference today from Sean McVay. He continued to get asked about John Gruden. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put two questions together. This is the initial question about the whole Gruden matchup and what he's meant to him. And then he gets asked it again later in the press conference. So I'm going to play that audio now, which I found via Rams on Twitter. I feel so fortunate for, you know, the relationship that my grandfather and Jim Gruden had because, you know, that goes back a long time. And uh, the Gruden-McVay family connections, there's a bunch of different, you know, kind of interconnections that we do have. But what that family's meant to me specifically, you know, you can't really express. And, and John has, has been great. Everybody knows how highly I think of John and, you know, really teaching me the foundation of what I know about this game. Jay gave me an opportunity to be a coordinator for him in Washington. So really that family as a whole has been, you know, as influential, you know, for the opportunities that I've gotten in this league as anybody. And I couldn't be more grateful and, and appreciative for what they've done and looking forward to, you know, playing against, you know, the Raiders on Monday night. It'd be the Raiders versus the Rams. And uh, it certainly is a humbling experience. And, you know, you would never have a chance to be in an opportunity like what we're at here in, uh, in L.A. if it wasn't for what the Gruden family's done for me. Sean, we kind of make a big deal about your relationship, obviously, with John Gruden. Is it something you think about as a head coach or now that it's a few days away, not really so much just – X's and O's. Yeah, you know, what, what you talk about is I think everybody knows the appreciation you have for what John has meant to my family and to me personally as a coach, but this is about the Rams versus the Raiders, and what we try to do a great job of as coaches is really focusing on getting ready for that opponent, and once you get into the stadium, uh, it's going to be about, you know, the Raiders versus the Rams, and, and that's exactly what it's about. Uh, regardless of the relationships that you have, you know, the coaching profession is such a small one, but uh, it's about doing everything in our power to try to come away with a win, and I know he would say the same exact thing we got a whole lot of respect for what they're going to present and a lot of different problems in all three phases and, and it's a, it's a challenge that we're excited about the man the myth the mcveigh handling it with ease handling it with class the stuff you expect right i mean they keep pushing they keep pushing but i love it at the end of the day he said he can put it aside it's football once he walks into that stadium it's rams raiders monday night football it doesn't get better than that so huge story for the media but you know, really looking at it football-wise, not going to be a big deal on Monday night. And you know what? It's going to make that win so much more sweeter when they meet it midfield. He can shake his hand, maybe give him a little wink. A couple other things that McVay touched on in the press conference. He was asked about Jared Goff, how he's matured in the two years since he's been into the league and then the one year with McVay. He said it shows. You know, he's mature for his age. He really wants to be the leader. 
And he talked about how he earned from his teammates to be voted on as a captain. That's really big sign of how far he's come and in such a short time. So exciting things for him and what we can really expect for him as a leader. He got a couple questions, obviously, about not starting his players throughout the preseason. He said, hey, look, that was an organizational decision, you know, although he led pretty strong in that. He said at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, you know, he's going to have to come out and be man enough and say, hey, look, I'll have to reevaluate, you know, make those decisions a little bit better, but own up to it. Even though he's really confident in what they've done so far to lead this team into Monday Night Football, being ready to play football right away. So he kind of shook it off and said, to them, it's a non-story until it becomes a story. And then if it does, he'll own it. Well, as we turn the page here and look to close out this Friday edition of Lockdown Rams, I want to say thank you to everyone listening throughout the week. We've had some awesome numbers. As I mentioned earlier in the show, we've got some amazing things coming up this season as we're going to have on some great guests, James, Vinny, Serena, and more. I'm really excited about everything we have going on. The, the network is killing it. Go check out Lockdown NFL with Matt Williamson. He's always a great listen, has on some great people. But as we roll along here... I want to give you guys a couple players to watch in a pre-game game ball segment. So I'm cheating and I'm picking three people. It's kind of like I'm betting, hedging my bet here. But I expect some big things from some of our key members on the team as we go into this Monday night matchup. I think right out of the gate, easy one is Aaron Donald. This guy's been pent up, ready to go, ready to get against different people. McVay talked about that in his press conference as well as how he looks good. And that his body's feeling good. And he's excited to get him out there on Monday night. He's just unblockable. And he's never had a guy like Ndamukong Sue next to him. So I think he's going to have a big breakout night. The other person on the defense that I think you could really look out for would be Michael Brockers. We talked about him earlier in the show. Everyone is spending so much time and attention to those two guys on the front. Michael Brockers is going to have a lot of one-on-one matchups. He did great last year. Expect some big things from him. Flipping the script to the other side, there's the obvious candidate of Todd Gurley. I'm going to go the other way. We're going to talk about the captain that we just finished talking about, Jared Goff, coming into maturity. I think he's going to continue to do what he did last year with the play action. Jared Goff has two-plus touchdowns over 200 yards passing. With some timely third-down conversions and moving the offense along, I think that could very well get him a game ball at the end of the night. And then my third pick, kind of fourth pick, switching back over to the defense, I'm going to go Marcus Peters. Guy's a playmaker. He's a ball hawk. If he can make a couple big plays, shine on Monday Night Football with a pick, a bunch of tackles, I think as a welcome to the team, he could get a game ball himself. Peters, you all remember, leads the NFL in interceptions since he's joined the league, so we're expecting big things from him. So I've got game ball. My game ball guesses Aaron Donald, Marcus Peters, and Jared Goff. I know, I'm not going outside the box. It's week one. Let me name some of the biggies, and then we'll start breaking it down later in the season. And we talked about it yesterday. 28 to 9. That's my prediction. Rams with the big win. The plan is for that Tuesday episode is we're talking about a 1 and 0 team. We're going to have some awesome guests on talking about how we're going to break down the Arizona Cardinals, but that's next week. So as we close out the show, don't forget hit the subscribe button, share the podcast, tweet me, DM me on Instagram, send me a message on Facebook. I'm all over the place, people. It's going to be a fun fun season. I appreciate you guys joining along on the ride. We'll be back next week with more daily Rams coverage. Again, we've got an awesome slate next week, so look forward to that. But you know what it is, Rams Nation. Until next time, peace.